Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, August 16th, 2019. I am Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Um, new podcast, who dis? I know, right? <laughs> How's it been, stranger? I know. I, uh, good. We, weirdness has happened this week. It's you had something come up earlier, then nothing happened. Yeah. I know. Just, there was no news. It was very strange. I pick the days usually uh, <laughs> where I'm out where there's all the news yeah. and then planning on being back yesterday and it's just, we have no news, so I'm going to do this thing instead. Yeah. Well, we brought in brought in the audio with Kudish and thank you so much to everybody who reached out and uh, mentioned how much you enjoyed hearing Mark Kudish uh, talk about the Broadway shows that he yeah. has coming up. Uh, I, I love Kudish. I think there is... He's a singular force in the theatrical world. He brings so much passion to everything he does and such a clarity of purpose to what he does. Uh, mm-hmm. And obviously that struck a chord with so many of our listeners who reached out on Twitter and, and email and text and talked about how much they enjoyed that interview. So I appreciate that. Okay. I have another interview coming into the podcast feed tomorrow and that is my sixth tell me more in as many weeks thank you very much world record wow busy Um, boy (laughs) uh, this one is with emmy winner glenn turman he is a this is mind-boggling to me he was an original cast member in the original broadway production of a raisin in the sun he played travis younger we didn't talk a ton about that and and listening back to it i'm sorry i there was a couple times when i should have asked him some some more pointed questions about uh, a raisin in the sun and i didn't so i apologize about that hopefully i'll get a chance to talk to him again in the future and ask him then but we spent a lot of time talking about the fact that he's playing toledo in the film adaptation of august wilson's ma rainey's black bottom which is currently filming in pittsburgh which is ironic because it is the only one of August Wilson's century cycle that is not set in Pittsburgh, but they're filming it there anyway. (laughs) um, And he is currently nominated for an Emmy for his guest work on how to get away with murder, which like Ma Rainey's uh, black bottom also stars Viola Viola Davis. Davis. So uh, we talk about Vi quite a bit, talked about Chadwick Boseman, who was in Ma Rainey's black bottom, talked about Coleman Domingo. Um, was it Michael Pope, um, the guy who played the principal in the prom? Help me. Um, uh, Michael Potts. Michael Potts. I want to say Michael Pope. He's in. They're, they're both in it, and he talked about them as well. So really, really fun interview. It felt like I took him a little while to get warmed up to me, but after a while, I broke him down, and we had a really good time. So uh, I'm really excited for there folks to hear go. this. Nice, exciting. Yeah. So Ashley, we so promised. We. <laughs> I promised <laughs> that since there was no news on yesterday's show, that we would have some today. And we do. We do. So let's get into it. The first bit of news came right at the stroke of 8 a.m. New York time, and that is the upcoming Broadway premiere of The Inheritance announced its entire company. The principal cast of the show's world premiere in London will be returning to their roles for the New York bow, with one notable exception. Andrew Burnap, John Benjamin Hickey, Paul Hilton, Samuel H. Levine, and Kyle Soler will all return to their roles. Of course, Soler won the 2019 Olivier for Best Actor in a Play, John Benjamin Hickey uh, is also, of course, it's kind of interesting here. This show, The Inheritance, is all about getting, you know, the the, the benefits of the previous generations of gay men in New York. Right. John Benjamin Hickey, a member of the uh, original cast of Angels in America. Yes. So uh, kind of Full a nice circle. tradition there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Of course, this epic two-part show also won the Olivier for Best Play, and Stephen Daldry won for Best Director. They also won for Lighting. But there was one notable Olivier that the show was nominated for, but did not win. And that was in the Best Actress in a Supporting Role category. The Inheritance Vanessa Redgrave was nominated, but lost out to Monica Dolan from All About Eve. Now, despite her acclaim in London, the Academy Award-winning icon Vanessa Redgrave will not be accompanying the show when it transfers. Instead, the 82-year-old will be replaced by the 88-year-old legend Lois Smith. Very cool. We will have, yeah, very cool. I will have a uh, link to the show's complete casting in the show notes and on BroadwayRadio.com. The Inheritance will begin performances at the Ethel Barrymore Theater on September 27th with an official opening on November 17th. Obviously a long preview period because it's two parts. They do the first part quite a bit. I don't think they start doing part two until like two weeks into the run, maybe even three weeks into the Mm, run. Yeah, Um, that makes sense. Yeah, and I think the first part is a little bit more technically complicated, not to spoil anything. So, uh, but this is very exciting. Uh, Ashley, I think this is very much going to be one of those events, even though there's no big names. Um, right, which is good. I, I, yeah, I think this is going to be one of those events that everybody has to see this season. Yeah, I think, A, this is a really important piece of theater. I'm so glad they didn't try to, you know, obviously they had to recast some of the roles, but it's good they didn't try to recast the main starring role, Sans Redgrave. It will be unfortunate to miss her. I think it keeps the power of the original piece, keeps the context of the original piece, and now American audiences will get to see the award-winning performances i just think between like this and the ferryman especially and maybe the lehman trilogy if that comes eventually it's great that we're getting these shows that obviously they were casting some of the principal cast but we're for the most part getting to see it in the form that it was built in with you know mainly names that people don't know yeah it's 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 been interesting because it can kind of go either way. I think a lot of times when plays come over, we see them stick with the original British cast. Yeah. When they're musicals, oftentimes we get things Changes, recast. Yeah, so it's interesting. I don't know what that dynamic is. If maybe they feel like the more expensive musical tickets require a bigger, ca- you know, a more well-known cast. But I think this is great. And not to spoil anything, but the role that Redgrave and Smith have played and will play is not a huge role. Right. I, I think yeah. it has like 20 minutes of, of, of stage time in yeah. part two and that's it. So it's not a huge thing, but um, it's really hard to get upset when you're saying that Lois Smith. Is exactly. So, I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> Red Grave will be missed, but I'm going to see Lois Smith over and absolutely. over again. All right. So Ashley, we got some more exciting casting news on Thursday as the upcoming national tour of once on this Island did announce its cast. Leading the company will be a handful of performers who were a part of the Broadway production, including Tony nominee Philip Boykin as Tauntaun Julian, Tamara Gray as Papa Gay, Cassandra James as Erzuli, Tyler Hardwick as Daniel, and Courtney Carter as Tamoon. Also in the company will be Jamal Bakari as Agwe, Kyle Ramar Freeman as Asaka, Danielle Lee Greaves as Mama Urali, and uh, we will, again, just like with the inheritance, we will have the complete cast in the show notes. And actually, what's cool about this is that they also announced that there will be on stage seating at every tour stop. Oh, nice. Good. Yeah. 
And I think that that's really important as the show moves into larger, not in the round venues, yeah. to be able to maintain that atmosphere that Michael Arden was able to create at Circle in the Square. I think that's really important. The tour will kick off on October 15th in Paducah, Kentucky, mm. the thriving, thriving metropolis. Kentucky. <laughs> but yeah, as you said, I mean, it's it's kind of cliche to say, but, you know, the venue of Circle in the Square is as much of a character as anything in the show. Just, you know, having that on stage kind of seating is going to be really important to the dynamic of the show. I think it's a really great touring show, like in theory, hmm. I think Once on this Island. You mean Once on this Island, the show or this specific production the specific show i i have yet to uh i have yet to see what this specific production looks like oh you didn't see it on broadway no no no, no. i mean as a touring oh, show. yeah no of course it hasn't started it, you're, and you're not in paducah kentucky but uh well, yeah. i just didn't know if you meant Unfor- like, unfortunately I mean, don't we all wish um i know i just didn't know if you meant like maybe you thought the broadway production had something special that would make it tour better but um, yeah, should should be interesting to see. But that is not the only casting news that we got yesterday, Ashley, because you'll remember last Friday, we learned that real life husband and wife Corey Stoll and Nadia Bowers would be playing the central couple of the Scottish play at Classic Stage Company yes. later this fall. Well, yesterday we got the complete casting for that production as we learned. That the Tony-nominated legend, it's a lot of veteran acting legends uh, in today's show. <laughs> but the Tony-nominated legend, Mary Beth Peel, will be playing, wait for it, King Duncan, which is yes. awesome. Um, Perfect. Eric Lochtefeld. Inspired casting. Yeah, it really is. Um, Eric Lochtefeld will play Banquo. Barzan Akhaven will play Macduff. Rafi Barsumain will play Malcolm, and there will be others in the cast as well, obviously. The show is currently scheduled to run from October 10th through December 15th, and tickets are on sale now, Ashley. And we talked about this with Corey and Nadia. Like, yeah. this uh, this was, a, like, that's casting. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's, great that's put on my list. And then you throw in mm-hmm. Mary Beth Peel, and I'm like, oh, oh that yes. goes up towards as the top King, of my list. Yeah, Mary Beth Peel as King Duncan. Yes. That's a twofer. Yeah, it's really great. I mean, we've had... You know, obviously the production of King Lear, where Glenda right. Jackson was playing King Lear, the gender swapped version, didn't go over so great here uh, in sure. New York. But that also I, changed it a lot. It was a very yeah. Different well, it was production. Sam Gold. Yeah, Sam Gold's weird. But um, <laughs> I, I just think that, I think that that might have given people the leeway to say, hey. Why didn't we think about doing this before? Because it's brilliant and it opens up so much more. So um, it's hard not to love Mary Beth Peel. Mm -hmm. And it's hard not to love her doing something as cool as this. Very much so. All right. So Ashley, this is kind of a recommendation. um, And it it comes from a couple days ago. But I I wanted to save it until I was back on the show with you. But on, I guess, Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Michael Paulson of the New York Times published an article entitled, Who Calls the Shots on Broadway? She Does. Um, and it's an article looking at the female producers who are starting to take Broadway by storm. Uh, everybody from Paula Wagner and Eva Price, uh, of course, also getting in there with Sonia Friedman. Yeah, uh, and what's that? Mara Isaacs. Yeah, and Stacey Mendich. Yeah. And, and I don't even think they really talk too much about Daryl Roth, but she deserves right. this conversation as well. Yeah. Um, a really nice long read talking to them about the process of how they got in there, how they've kind of been 
passed over in the previous decades because they were women, how they navigate the uh, the the not for profit theater to kind of get the opportunities to bring some some shows to Broadway. It's a great article. We'll notice uh, we'll, we'll note that something that um, Casey make from backstage, your colleague at backstage mm -hmm. and uh, our friend um, did note that they are all white women. Oh, yeah, um, so, of course. So that I, I don't know if that's because Michael Paulson didn't reach out to any women of color, but I think it might have more to do with the fact that there just aren't a lot of women of color who are given the opportunity right. to traverse in these circles yet. It could be but both. hopefully, yeah, I mean, probably a little bit of both. So I'm hoping that as we have more women uh, producing shows, they will start to open up those doors to other um, marginalized communities to get their feet in the door as well. But a great article nonetheless, and really exciting to see these things because I mean, not all of them have done some great stuff like Paula Wagner's in there. She's a movie person and she brought Pretty Woman, which was a fine show. Sure. But when you start looking at the shows that these other people are bringing, Oklahoma, yeah. what the Constitution means to me, Hades Town, The Prom, Moulin Rouge, like these are some of the best yeah. shows on Broadway. And of course, it, it takes a woman to uh, quote ah. another great musical. Well done, well done. Yeah, producing is kind of magic to me. The financial side of Broadway in general is magic to me. And as you said, you've got these women producing these great shows. I mean, look at this past year's Tonys and having them all up on the stage to give their acceptance speeches for winning musicals. That It does my heart good. That's all I can say. Yeah. All right. So something else that might do your heart good, Ashley, is saving so. some money on on <laughs> on saving some money on Broadway tickets. And we're going to wrap up with that because we got news yesterday about this fall's Broadway week, which is really two weeks because you can buy two tickets for the price of one. The promotion will feature tickets to 24 Broadway shows. Some of them will sell out their allotted tickets fairly quickly. So get yours early. But the shows participating are... Ain't You Proud, Aladdin, Beautiful, Beetlejuice, Betrayal, The Book of Mormon, Chicago, Come From Away, Dear Evan Hansen, Darren Brown's Secret, Frozen, The Great Society, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, The Heart of the Storm, The Height of the Storm, The Lion King, Mean Girls, Oklahoma, The, the Phantom of the Opera, Seawall, A Life, Slave Play, The Sound Inside, Tootsie, Waitress, and Wicked. Yeah. Blackout <laughs> dates. And I screwed up. I stumbled over I there. I know. Um, they are, of course, subject to availability and blackout dates may apply depending on which show you're looking for. Um, but this is awesome. Uh, again, cool. it's a time of the year where there's not a lot of tourists. Oh, yeah. I should tell you, it runs September 3rd through uh, September 16th. Perfect. Um, you can get tickets at nycgo.com slash Broadway Week. Or if you don't want to remember that, we will have the link in the show notes. Um, but this is great, Ashley. Some people who might not get to go to Broadway uh, very often might be able to take their right. whole family because of stuff like this. So. Um, I we laugh every year. They do it twice a year. We laugh multiple times a year because always it's laughing. Broadway Just week. Laughing all yeah. the, all year long. Yeah, yeah. We laugh because it's Broadway week and it's actually two weeks. It's actually four weeks all year because there's two sets of two. But uh, a really great opportunity for people to be able to see some great Broadway shows for a bit of a discount. Always got to make things accessible. Absolutely. All right. That's all we've got for today. So thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no, this is Ashley. Remember, I've got a new Tell Me More with Glenn Terman tomorrow in the podcast feed. Then on Sunday, we will have This Week on Broadway. While you're listening to all of that podcast goodness, make sure to head over to wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. We would greatly appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Have a great weekend, everybody. And Ashley and I, I think if there's any news, 
uh, we'll be back to talk to you on <laughs> sporadically. Monday. Sporadically. Yeah, sporadically. I think, not 100% sure if it's going to be Monday, but I think there will be some big news coming early mm. next week. I think there's going to be a, a, a phone ring, maybe a door chime. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling pretty alive. <laughs>